In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Select Irish on FM 104 and every week we chat to an artist with the first gig they ever went to. This week I'm joined by Abby Kulabali. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So tell me, what was the first gig you ever went to? I think it was the Sugar Babes. I think when I was like under the age of 10 or maybe I was over the age of 10, it was definitely the Sugar Babes though for sure. My auntie brought me and I loved it. That is very cool one because most people are, tend to be a bit embarrassed about their first gig. <laughs> Really? Yeah. That actually makes sense, I hear that. But uh, yeah, it was definitely the Sugar Babes. Um, yeah, I can't really remember, to be honest. I know I was I was too young to yeah. like take it in fully, but yeah, I, I loved it. What sort of music would you have listened to as a kid then? Honestly, I think I grew up with a lot of influence going, like, growing up because from my dad's side, I listened to like Senegalese music and a lot, a lot, a lot of reggae. So reggae is actually my favourite genre. But then also from my mom's side... She listened to like a lot of rap and R&B. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a really good music taste. So I was surrounded by, I'd say, a lot of good music growing up for sure. So when then did you kind of get started into music? Um, I think like I've sang since before I could actually like speak properly. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like professionally, I'd say around like 2020, um, I started off just like uploading things on SoundCloud for fun and then I was like oh let me try see how I put a song on Spotify and then after I put up my first song on Spotify I realised okay I, I guess I'm, I'm really going to have to take this seriously now so What was the first gig you ever performed? Oh god the first gig I honestly wow <laughs> I don't know if I can remember fully the first gig I remember the first thing, the first song I performed and that I got paid for. I was a bit shocked that I was getting paid to sing. That was in 2020 because um, okay. I, I would have just done anything for free. I just, I think I was just shocked. Um, but I got, I was doing one song for that, but it wasn't like a gig. It was like a pre-recorded thing. Um, but yeah, in terms of gigs, I don't really remember. Were you nervous though when you were doing that song? Oh my God, yes. Yes, I was. I was really nervous. Um, I feel like though when I'm performing I can either be really nervous that whole day or else like surprisingly relaxed Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah it just depends on the day completely What is your favourite kind of gig? My favourite kind of gig I love like the small intimate ones where um, you can hear a pin drop because everyone's just taking in the music and it's like it's beautiful that's Mm -hmm. that's my favourite ones Yeah and they don't happen too often so it's always nice when they do Yeah for sure 
What has been the best advice you've ever been given? Um, I was given this advice by a guy on YouTube, so he didn't give it to me directly, but... Um, I like that. That's okay. <laughs> it's a guy called Aaron Doughty. I think the video is probably under five minutes long, but it was called Be Like a Tree. Mm-hmm. Um, what he meant was a tree produces fruit. Um, and no matter what you do with the fruit, it still produces the fruit every year anyway. So he said, imagine that's you and your art, whether a musician, like a graphic designer, whatever it is that you do, somebody might like it, somebody else might hate it, and somebody, you know, you can do whatever they want with your art, but you just have to produce it like a tree anyway, and it doesn't matter what anyone does with that. So that's that's what I take going forward. I make music because I love it, and if people like it or don't like it, that's not my... It's not my problem. But that, that's a nice way to look at it, isn't it? Because I think sometimes when you're making art and you're creating, it's hard to not get caught up with what's going on outside. For sure. And then, you know, it's very easy to kind of be like, oh, I want to release this song because I think it will be a radio song or because I think mm-hmm. everybody else will like it. But if I wanted to release a song tomorrow that I loved and everyone around me hated it, I'd, I still would because I like it. And that's that's the most important thing for me. And you enjoy putting it together. Yeah, exactly, for sure. And talking about that, you've just released your debut EP at the end of the day. It's night. It's nine tracks. How nice was it to, I suppose, put this together and get it out there? So nice. I feel like it was long overdue because I'm I'm releasing music three years now and I've I've just been releasing singles, which is really nice. But I felt like it was time for a body of work. And even like, even since I released it the other day, I'm, I'm already thinking, okay, second project, what, what, what's the plan? I'm just in go mode. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy that it's out and I'm ready to keep it moving with more music. Is that always how it works where you're kind of always looking ahead? I think so. Like, but, but I do think I'm, I'm trying to remind myself to celebrate it and, you know, take it in as well, rather than constantly be chasing the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm going to have like a celebration thing on the weekend um, just to, you know, yeah, Marcus, just to celebrate EP. Yeah. yeah, so I, I think it's important definitely to, to not forget to be proud of yourself or celebrate those little wins. 100%. Was it difficult to pick the nine tracks that would feature on it? Um, I, I don't think it was difficult. I I would have liked to put more, honestly. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to put more, but then that's going into an album and I think I just needed to take it easy for a first project. But um. It wasn't too difficult to pick them. Um, they all are quite different. So the EP doesn't tell a specific story or a very mm-hmm. deep story. They're all different songs telling different stories about different parts of my life and where I was at when I wrote them. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was too hard to pick them, to be honest. It must be quite nice because as you say, usually with a record like that, there's usually like a kind of a beginning, a middle and an end. But it must be quite nice to just have different aspects of everything that was kind of, because that's kind of how life is, isn't it? You've all these different emotions, different things happening all at once. Yeah, for sure. Like when I started like writing the EP or working on it, I didn't go, okay, I'm telling a story and mm-hmm. this is the story and it's very deep. It's it's really not. That's why it's called at the end of the day. It's night. So um yeah, I just had fun with it. And maybe the next EP, I'll tell a story or I'll, I'll see what happens. But yeah, this one is just kind of like a mix of different things because I love different genres and you can hear that there's different influences in there as well. I don't want to be put in a box just yet because I love so many genres. And I think that's the thing. I've said it so many times. I don't think, well, in Ireland, probably elsewhere as well. But I've noticed in Ireland in particular, we don't really have a genre as such. Like I yeah. feel people kind of just make music what what music they like or enjoy making rather than kind of going I want to fit into certain boxes yeah exactly and I think being mixed race as well coming from two different cultures two mm-hmm. different backgrounds I have that advantage as well of like 
you know, different music backgrounds yeah. and, and growing up listening to a, a lot of different things. So I definitely use that to my advantage. Yeah, and pick from both. Yeah, for sure. So where's the best place people can keep up to date what you're up to? Probably Instagram. I, I don't be posting really elsewhere and, and TikTok, but I would say Instagram is like where I'm most active and, and really talking about what's going on. Excellent. Abby Koulibaly, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you for having me. Take care.